Hey everyone, it's Anthony. I want to talk to you briefly about my sponsor, Anchor.fm. Anchor is the free platform where I upload podcast episodes and distribute to other channels like Spotify. Anchor is easy to use, provides you all the tools you need to have a successful podcast, and gives you the ability to make money through sponsored segments. You can find the Anthony Miragliata Show on Anchor and on many other channels. And maybe I will see your podcast on Anchor. Hey, you never know. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Anthony Maragliata Show. Looking on the calendar for today's episode, um, I, was, I was really wondering what I was going to do. Um, so for those I don't know, today's my birthday. Um, yes, happy birthday to me. Uh, but also, today also happens to be the same day that Governor Murphy is getting rid of his COVID restrictions, ending the state health crisis. And through that whole span, from March 2020 to March 2022, New Jersey has been in a terrible spot, crushing small businesses, Governor Murphy boomed by executive order, and just he had one of the worst COVID handlings of any governor in the nation. So I wanted to invite someone who I know ha- who is currently that Bill Murphy is doing. And I'm sitting down with Rosemary Becky. She was the founder and CEO of Jersey First. And she also ran for Congress in 2020, was the Republican nominee in New Jersey's 11th Congressional District. Rosemary, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me, Anthony, and happy birthday. <laughs> thank you so much. So you're a mom, an advocate, writer of the 529 College Savings Plan. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. So who is Rosemary? So um, you described a lot about me. And as you said, so I'm a wife, a mother of three just amazing daughters. And my background is I'm actually a tax lawyer. Um, And, you know, I've been fighting and working on policy and developing good, you know, policy my entire career. Um, It's something I'm actually very, very passionate about. It's, you know, I I truly believe in, in the power of, you know, really bringing people to the table And figuring out and hearing good ideas and reaching consensus. Um, And that's a lot of what Jersey First is also about. What has been the most rewarding part of running Jersey First? Honestly, it's been the people that I get to work with every day um, and the people I meet um, all across the state and actually all across the the country. You know, it's been really rewarding. Um, As you know, we have a platform um, called Jersey First TV where we have, you know, a number of guests from all over the country, all over the state, where we do similar um, uh, shows like yours. And it's just really exciting to meet all these people that are fighting the good fight. Yes, indeed. Um, Jersey, I watch Jersey First TV all the time, and it's um, fantastic. Um, very great guests come on that show. So since you founded Jersey First in 2018, um, you know, Jersey First has been a, a voice for all New Jersey residents, like you've said. So how did Jersey First come about? How did it start? So I started Jersey First back in 2018. 
And really, I started it, um, you know, one day I came home, opened the property tax bill, and there it was, you know, another increase. And, you know, it, it really hit me that, like, we needed to do something about it and really be a voice um, and a grassroots effort to say, hey, wait a minute, you know, we've got to stop this. We've got to, you know, really get our spending in check and lower our taxes. And, and so, you know, we were very focused when we first initially launched Jersey First on just, just exactly that, lowering taxes, less spending. Um, and then, as you said, I went off and ran for Congress in 2020, which was a, a wonderful experience. And, um, you know, Jersey First wasn't as active, but after honestly, the campaign, we had so many people that, you know, really felt like they didn't have a voice and that they weren't being heard. You know, we're still in the midst of the pandemic. And so, you know, a group of us got together and, you know, somebody said, what are we going to do? And I said, we're going to relaunch Jersey first um, and really be a grassroots advocacy organization for the people. And so that's what we did in the beginning of 2021. And we've been off to the races since then. We have an incredible board of directors and just an incredible group of volunteers that we've been you know, again, out there fighting the fight. And we've actually been broadened our horizons. So as I said, initially, we were very focused on lower taxes and less spending. Mm -hmm. And while that continues to be a focus, one of the immediate issues that we got involved with was education and getting the schools reopened. And, and more, so many parents were reaching out to us and asking us for help. And so that's what we decided to do is to help those, those parents get the schools open, fight to get the masks off, fight about, you know, the curriculum and the things happening in the schools. Um, but then we also, you know, wanted to be out there in the community. We wanted to be supporting our vets, supporting our police, supporting the disabled. And then, you know, we want to be out there for our businesses, getting our businesses reopened and, and fighting back against some of the mandates and taxes that are placed on all of our businesses. So that's really how we've evolved. So is Jersey First a little bit different how it started 2018 to after it relaunched in 2021? Yeah, no, it really is. I think we've broadened our horizon and I think we've really focused um, on truly being an advocacy. And, and look, we, you know, we think it's important to talk about the issues. Let's not talk about labels and things like that. Let's talk about the issues and let's talk about what matters most to us here in New Jersey. Right. And, um, you know, everything you mentioned, too, about high taxes, overregulation, small businesses, that's all things that most most New Jerseyans care about and they go through all the time. And what's going on right now with inflation is just adding to just pile things up. Um, so now I want to um, switch gears into um, what's going on um, today on uh, March 7th. So and, and gearing into Governor Murphy's handling of COVID. So his handling of COVID was one of the worst in the nation, from crushing small businesses to governing by executive fiat, not consulting the state legislature on anything, 
Uh, so what is Murphy's worst sin while handling COVID? You know, there's so many of those sins, um, but, you know, everything around these mandates has been a colossal mistake. And, and frankly, what's more upsetting than anything is the fact that we've used our kids um, or he has used our kids as political pawns. Um, you know, it. Our kids should not be masked. And, and this has drug on too long. And the mandates have drug on too long. Um, and, and you can see of, of, of all, you know, all the mistakes that he's made, how much harm has been done. I mean, look at our businesses, right? One third of our businesses closed during the pandemic because of the mandates. You can't stay in business that way. I mean, we've got inflation through the roof, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, we've lost more of our elderly and those that were in nursing homes that then needed to be, you know, that that was ridiculous what went on with respect to that. And, and so, you know, it really leads back to all these mandates, um, you know, and, and frankly, New Jerseyans are great people and smart people and they, they know what's best for them. I don't know what's best for them and neither does Governor Murphy. And we, you know, that sh those mandates really harmed people. They really, really did. And um, a lot of people's business, businesses, as you mentioned, you know, they're not, they're not coming back. And it's a shame. I know a lot of, a lot of restaurants I knew went out of business and, you know, it's just, it's a shame how much damage like that's now irreversible you now because of Murphy's, um, mandates and Murphy's policies. So and, on March. And yeah, the other ahead. thing I would say is, you know, Anthony, and I think that, and what really I think as a mom upsets me is the harm that we've done to our kids. And, and I think that, you know, we're going to see that play out now for a while. Like I know mm -hmm. in, in my own household, you know, my my youngest daughter is afraid to do certain things, right? Because this fear has been put inside of her, you know, as, because of all these mandates and things. And and I think, you know, we're seeing from the statistics coming out that you know the learning loss is so great, um, and you know it's going to be really difficult to get that back. And I really worry what we've done for generations, right, as a result of kind of the way we've handled all of this. Typically, when it comes to kids, usually um, it's something bad's happening to them. Usually, you know, people people care about it because usually the government always, you know, they always care about the kids. But this time around, like, no one really seemed to give a damn about, it, you know, their kids around this time around because caring for kids is, is it's not a partisan issue; it's a bipartisan issue, but. It's really sad what you know what happened to our kids, and hopefully it never happens again. Agree. So on March fourth, Governor Murphy held his last COVID press briefing, and his last press briefing was also happened to be the second anniversary of New Jersey's first case of COVID. So back in January, he mentioned how COVID is something that we just have to live with, and but that's not what he said before um, he was reelected as governor. So. Why didn't he end the briefings then January? And so, and why didn't he do this sooner? 
Look, I think he should have made decisions um, a lot sooner. I think that, um, unfortunately, um, his decisions were driven by political polls yes. and um, and not on what's best for the people of New Jersey. So I, I think that the mandates and the masks and it should have ended a long time ago. And it should have always been to allow people to make their own choices and the choices you know, that are best for, for them and their families. You know, if, if you are, you know, susceptible to things or, or you feel strongly about wearing a mask, then you should absolutely wear a mask. But if I don't feel that way, you shouldn't impose that on, on me. So Mm -hmm. I, I just, I am all about freedom and I believe in choices. Yeah, and, and most people, um, at least in New Jersey, they, they do. But I think from what last year's election proved is that, you know, with Philadelphia being reelected, it seems like they, that they want to be governed by the government. I thought, you know, but but I do think that the people came out in the last election. They did. And I do, I do think that, you know, we turned some tides in some key places. And, and frankly, I, I thought it was insp- inspiring. And, you know, as I talk to people across the country and in mm-hmm. other places, people do think that what happened in New Jersey is inspiring because I think people see us as a very, very deep blue state. And the fact that, you know, people were standing up and saying, hey, wait a minute here, um, you know, caught people's attention. Yeah, I agree, Rosemary, um, because people do look at New Jersey as like this state of high never go Republican again. Because last time Republicans really controlled the state was back in the 90s. And then we've been, you know, Democrat ever since um, Christy Todd Whitman left office. But now you see how much victories you have at the local level and how much Republicans had. They just won so many local elections and county elections. I mean, obviously, it's unfortunate that Jack came up short, but he did. He, like Phil Murphy thought he was going to be Jack in a landslide, and he even held focus groups after that, saying, oh, how did I, why did I lose? It just goes, and then, and then people answered saying that they didn't want these, they didn't want the mandates. They didn't want, you know, you know, they don't want their kids wearing masks in schools. And, oh, wow, Filmer, Filmer was like, oh, wow, they, they weren't for that. They just go to show how so out of touch he is with most of New Jerseyans. Right. And, you know, and Anthony, again, I go back to being a mom. I know what's best for my children. And I really don't need Phil Murphy to tell me what's best for my children. And I think people in New Jersey and New Jerseyans were strong people. Right. And we know. And so and I, I, I certainly as I talk to other parents out there, um, there there was definitely that feeling of sentiment and, and realizing, again, to go back to the harm that's been caused on our kids. And, and all of us have seen it. You know, I have, as I said before, three daughters. I have a 20 year old, 18 year old and 15 year old. And they were each impacted very differently. But I do see the impact that it's had on them and how it's changed their lives. Yeah, I don't think people are going to um, ever forget what happens to their kids. It's no. very unfortunate. No, no way. Um, so how can New Jersey make sure that what happened these last few years with state offices shut down, governing by executive order, never happens again? 
You know, we have to continue to speak up, which again goes back to why, you know, we relaunched Jersey first. You know, we've got to ask questions and raise our hands and say, hey, why? Wait a minute. What's going on here? You know, and 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 getting out and voting and, and voting for people that you believe in. It, it shouldn't be about voting for party. It should be voting for people you believe in. And right. whether it's school board, local council, assembly, state, um, state senate or, or the governor's race. We have to believe we have to start electing people that share our values. And 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 I just think that that is so critical. And look, we're seeing it again. You know, that's I think the silver lining a little bit in this is that, you know, parents are saying, hey, wait a minute. Um, what's going on here? I mean, look at all the folks that have come out to run you know, for school board and other offices, uh, local offices. And I think it's phenomenal. I think it's wonderful because I do think that, you know, you have to have a conversation of these issues. And, and a lot of times, and you and I both know, there's no right or wrong answer, right? And I, I had the great fortune of working at the United States Senate. And the one thing that um, I learned there is is how critical it is to have those conversations and to listen to people and take different perspectives into account and and reach consensus. And I do think that we've got to learn to do more of that um, here in New Jersey. I know at the national level, the um, it's you know very very you know, polarized, and in New Jersey too, it's also kind of like that too. I think in a way, because, you know, people, we, all, we just need to go you know, find common ground on things. And then, you know, because obviously, you know, that's the whole thing about politics. You're not going to, you know, disagree with, you know, with or, or agree with everyone you see. Uh, that's why you have to find common ground and see what's best for um, New Jersey and their constituents. Absolutely. So, so how is Jersey First holding Governor Murphy accountable for his actions? Look, we're we're asking questions and we're we're every day on social media, um, you know, raising issues and and talking about, you know, what's happening. And, and I think that's how you begin to hold people accountable. Um, we do it through Jersey First TV. We also do it on social media. We also um, um do tap articles as well um, and and op-eds and things of that nature. Again, I think that you have to be a voice and you have to say, hey, wait a minute. I always like to tell the story that um, I really learned the value of that. My um, and some of your listeners may know my my oldest daughter was um, born with her esophagus not connected to her stomach, and she's had a lifetime of health issues. And along the way, she actually caught a rare form of Lyme disease, and she was very sick. And and I remember sitting in a doctor's office, and this doctor saying to me what he thought was wrong with her, and she kept tugging me and saying, "But mommy, it hurts." And, and he was basically saying, no, it's in her head. And she kept pulling me. And I was like, it made me realize that I needed to listen and listen <laughs> to everybody and to ask questions and say, hey, wait a minute. I don't know if that's right. And I think, again, I think that we all as New Jerseyans need to be doing more of that. 
Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Um, it, we had to um, hold, hold, hold not just Governor Murphy accountable, but everyone. doesn't matter what party. So I want to um, switch gears into um, – I want to ask you a couple questions about Jersey First. What kind of charities does Jersey First work with? So this is something that's near and dear to my heart and we um, and the board's heart um, and everybody involved in Jersey first, you know, we really want to be advocating for the community. And part of that is supporting all the great causes that are out there. Um, and in fact, I think last weekend we had just an incredible weekend of we, we've worked with, you know, the Special Olympics and you joined us for I the there, polar yes. plunge, which is just a blast. And My it was... first time. <laughs> Mine too. So it was wonderful. And then, you know, um, we've also worked with an organization, WGTNG, um, magnificent organization. Uh, if, if you don't know who they are, oh, excuse me, it's WGTNJ. Excuse me, I said G at the end, excuse me. Um, but they're a wonderful organization, um, and they are in Newark every week um, helping um, those that are in need, whether it's with food and um, clothing and things of that nature. So we were out, we worked with them this winter on a winter clothing drive. They are there every single weekend on Sunday morning. So it's pretty incredible. Um, and, and again, just a variety of different causes throughout the state at Christmas. We worked with Toys for Tots and other organizations to distribute toys. It's, it's pretty amazing, um, New Jerseyans. Every time we put out the call for, you know, toys or clothing, our, our offices were filled. Um, and it's, it's just, an incredible tribute to the people of New Jersey because when there are people in need, you know, everybody shows up and it's great. But that, that's what I love about New Jersey. Mostly because people in New Jersey are always there to help people. I mean, obviously New Jersey gets this like this rep saying how, oh yeah, how people, um, you know, they, you know, they're aggressive drivers. They're, you know, they're very you know, loud people, but the people, people in New Jersey are very, very nice people and they'll be willing to do anything for to help one another. Well, and, and I will share with you when I first, I, you know, like every neighborhood, my street, we have a group text and I sent on the text, Hey, we're doing a winter clothing drive. And I can't tell you, I walked out one morning and my front stoop was filled with clothing and things like that from all my wow. neighbors. And, and, and again, I think it raises the importance of, it's not about politics. It, it's about coming together as a community, right? Exactly. And helping others and having conversation. That's what it should be about. Totally, wholeheartedly agree. Um, so what kind of projects is Jersey First currently working on? Um, so we're working on a lot of different things. In fact, tons of things. Um, in the education space, we've got a lot of different things going on. Um, we've got a working group of parents that are interested in putting together a parent's bill of rights. We've actually continued through the great work of Carrie Donahue to continue to fight to make sure that we, you know, 
not only get the masks off, but keep them off, right? Um, and she has continued um, to fight that fight in the courts uh, um, for the parents that are involved in Jersey First. Um, we also, another phenomenal program that we have is our internship program. Um, and invite any listeners to reach out. Um, we are looking for um, high school, junior, seniors, college kids, and graduate kids. Last summer, we had 35 interns. It's a wonderful experience. They did everything from working on communications to working on campaigns to um, filing lawsuits. You name it, they were involved in it. So we've got that on going on. And then we're in the midst of expanding our Jersey First TV. Uh, Fernando Uribe uh, recently joined us on, for, uh, and brought his show um, to Jersey First TV. And then we have a couple of our interns um, who are going to be launching a Gen Z show uh, in April. We're super excited about that. And, you know, we're just continuing to work on the advocacy um, and continuing to talk about, again, all the issues that are impacting um, New Jerseyans. And so, you know, as people reach out to us and ask us to get involved, we do. Awesome. It's, it's, Jersey First is always like, um, doing, always fighting a good fight. I'm, 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 I'm so honored to support this organization. Uh, I'm glad they're, um, you know, you have an awesome team too. Jersey First team is awesome too. It's just an awesome team. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, and and look, we're always looking for more volunteers um, up and down the state. Um, would love, you know, if any of your listeners are interested, reach out to me. And it's super simple. I'm Rosemary at jersey1st.org, um, you know, or reach out to us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, you name it, we're on it. It's it's incredible that people reach out to us, and um, we've had a lot of great things come about as, as a result of just people sending us messages and saying, "Hey, what about this?" <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so how? So I know you touched on this already with like oh, getting all with internships and volunteering with charities, other nonprofits. So how can people get involved with Jersey First? Like, what's like the most important thing they can do? Honestly, the most important thing to do is tell a friend and to follow us on social media and tell a friend and talk about it. And, and again, you know, this is intended to be a conversation and, and an opportunity um, to talk about the issues that matter most and that you're most passionate about. You know, um, if you've, we've had lots of different people, as I said, reach out. Um, I actually had someone reach out recently about concerns with crime in the state, right? And because as we all have seen, it's on the rise. And so, mm -hmm. you know, I think it's important. We care, again, deeply about safety and safety of our families. And so, you know, part of what Jersey First does is, you know, we start to dig in a little and do the homework and do the research and say, hey, what's going on here? What, what, why is this happening across our state? And what are we, you know, and what do we do to fix it? How do we come up with common sense solutions to fix it? So this is uh, my 
last question for you, Rosemary. Um, so, you know, you ran for Congress in 2020. Um, you know, I was a, I was a um, big help for um, your campaign. I mean, unfortunately, I, I wish you, um, you, you won, but I know you came up short. Um, but I know you're mulling, you're, you were mulling a bid to run for Congress this year, but will you, will you run for office sometime again in the future? Um, so I never rule anything out. Um, and I certainly, you know, when the opportunity is right for myself and for my family, you know, absolutely, I will run again. So, um, but, but for now, I absolutely love the work that we are doing in Truth in Numbers. Oh, excuse me, in Jersey First, and also Truth in Numbers. I meant to give a plug for Truth in Numbers as well. Um, Truth in Numbers is a 501c3 organization that we also have that does a lot of our research and education. Um, and if you have, if people haven't seen our website, I encourage you um, to visit our website there as well. We have done a lot to look at really the facts and, and do the research on our economy in New Jersey and really kind of dig into, you know, what's what the facts are that are kind of driving the outcomes and stuff. So. Well, if you ever run for office again, you know, I have I, you have my complete and total support. Uh, like. Um, just like how, um, just like now in 2020 when you ran for Congress. And uh, yeah, well, we definitely, we definitely need more people like you in New Jersey, Rosemary. I know you're fighting a good fight here. Um, thank you so much for joining, Rosemary. I, I truly appreciate it. Thank you. And you're going to be my first phone call when I run again. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, no, no problem. See you soon, Rosemary. Bye.